Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. Oftentimes the interesting things are behind the scenes. Uh, So we had picture day for the DJs. Uh And uh, Josh, I remember receiving a text from you and you were just asking what color outfit I was wearing to then go with your outfit. Just wanted to be sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting how history repeats itself. I um, remember you sharing many, many years ago a story about uh, a similar conversation <laughs> when you were a young person. You little... Uh, you have wow, to. Wow. You okay. have to share it. Come on. Okay. So it was junior high, all right? Going into seventh grade. Different okay. building, all of those things. Want to make a good impression. I'm talking to my best friend on the phone the night before. We're just excited and we're like, we haven't seen yeah. each other in a bit. So whatever. I closed the conversation Simply by asking, it was just being curious. I just asked him, so so what are you wearing tomorrow? And right then he stopped. I knew I had done something wrong. And he said, Josh, it's kind of a girl question, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. When you've had one of those days, oh, no. you know you're about to make some bad decisions. Goodness. Okay. So when it comes to like coping with hard stuff, there are the days where you've just got to give in to the bad choices. And this is just my opinion. We've all been there. I get it. Yeah. So maybe you sit on the couch and you binge watch a show for like three hours. <laughs> uh, maybe you miss going to some group that's important and special, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe like me, you go to the grocery store at eight o'clock at night no. and you get the jumbo thing of Oreos oh. and then you eat half of it on the way home. <laughs> you almost finish the rest. Once you get home. I mean, I I don't want to have a bad day, but if I do, I want you nearby. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yes. Cute kid stories. Donna, what's your story? My grandson went to get a haircut, and in the past, you know, he's only five years old. He's gotten a mohawk. This time, he sits in the chair and says, I want my haircut like Papa's. Well, the problem is, is that my husband is balding. He only has that ring on the back, and oh. here my five-year-old wants Papa's haircut. <laughs> um, <laughs> Papa had to be flattered, right? Right. Papa got a good chuckle out of that one. The conversation is ongoing, it seems, about mental health. You know, how you think and, and what you think about what you think. And then, not only does it affect us, but it affects those in our lives. Counselor Tina Dozer is here to walk us through some of that. And get ready. This is good. It's healing, but it can be hard. I think taking on that challenge, especially as Christians, is essential. When you're looking at someone that's driving you crazy, when you can pray, God, help me understand their story or help me be able to see their life a little bit differently than in this exact moment right now, if we could do that with everyone, it could change everything. But it's really hard to do that because sometimes other people's mental health issues bump into our mental health issues, and then we just have a mess going on. But learning to have mercy for other people, trying to see it through the lens of what their life has been, trying to then accept and live in truth for what our life has been, you know, the best gift that we can give back to God is becoming emotionally and mentally healthy because then that makes us able to go back and help other people on the journey. It's, It's hard work. So what I say to everybody about whether it's past trauma, 
or mental illness that may have came your way for all kinds of different reasons is it's not your fault what happened to you, but it is your responsibility. And it will make it a lot easier for the people in our world to address their mental health issues if we lead with mercy first. We are mere days away from Father's Day, so you can win for your dad, or if you're a dad, you can win for yourself the ultimate dad pack. The uh, world's greatest dad joke competition is presented by Westerville Golf Center, so you can share your dad joke, 614-479-1049. All right, Rocco, let's hear it. How much does a polar bear weigh? I have no clue how much does a polar bear weigh. Enough to break the ice. Hi, my name's Rocco. Nice to meet you. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! It can be a little terrifying when someone tells you, watch your back. (laughs) You know how that is? No, no, no. I know. And I'm reading my little Jesus book this morning, and I'm kind of just flipping through, and I find my, my page for today, and God's just talking about in this how... On the days where our plans do not go as we had hoped, they don't go smoothly, like life's just crazy, we're so mad and angry. So every day. Pretty much every day, yes, when it's a train wreck. He says, be on the lookout for me. And I know sometimes that we want to think we're in control. I am the poster child for being a control freak. I want to be in the driver's seat. I'm white knuckling it. But God wants to swoop in and take care of us. We don't have to put that much pressure on ourselves. And I love to think that as I go out through my day and there's little hiccups, there's little obstacles that I can just go, thank you, God. I don't know what this is for. I don't know if it's a protection or taking me a different direction that I need to go, but thank you, whatever it means. Thank you. Ordinary. Every day. Heroes. Proper introductions need to be made. So her name is Harper. She's four years old and she just signed a modeling contract. (laughs) Now you're thinking, oh, cute kid, whatever. Yes, she is. She's adorable. She's beautiful, but she's very different than most people, not only in the U.S., but most people in the world. Harper has a skin condition called Harlequin ichthyosis. If you would have told me that, I'm like, I have no idea what that is. But essentially, she has hardened skin like a snake and she sheds her skin kind of multiple times a day. Most babies born with this don't live. And when she was born, she was in the NICU for a long time. Mom didn't know what was wrong. The whole thing was super stressful. And there's only 20 people in the U.S. who have this diagnosis. And there are so many struggles and concerns. They don't know life expectancy. But she is a model, and she looks fantastic. She is adorable. And it's interesting in life how... The world tells you, you know, be you, be different, but not too different. Like, Mm -hmm. stay within these lines, but be who you are. And it's so interesting in this world trying to figure out your place. Yeah, she is rocking it. Her family, of course, supporting and loving every step of the way. And I don't even know what she's modeling for. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever she's selling, I'm buying. Josh, you know how sometimes you have those people in your life who you love so much, but they're a little difficult. They're a little particular. Got a little tood. Are you talking about family or what? Um, those furry little friends. I know you didn't grow up with pets. For a lot of us, that was just life. You have a cat, a dog, a turtle, fish, whatever it is. Uh, But I love this, that people are finally acknowledging, like, cats need things a certain way. Oh, jeez. Because you know, they they got a little sass. Uh, A lot of sass. Yeah. Yeah. My little cat, Precious, she was that way, and I wish that... This little uh, mini furniture, this modern cat furniture was around when my precious was growing up because it is furniture specifically for them, their size, for them to lay on. They have their spot. So then they're not leaving little fur balls or hair balls that they puked up in your spot on the couch. 
Isn't this the best thing ever? I love the idea, but I'm skeptical. Why? Because, well, because the cats already think they own the house. If you give them cat-sized furniture, it's just more areas for them to all over everything. Typically, I never agree with you. <laughs> this time, I do. You want to know someone's thinking of you. You just wish they thought different. So my husband runs out to get carry out the other night and we're getting Chinese food. I'm still picking healthy stuff. I have chicken. I have lots of veggies. Oh, good for you. I had just worked out. Wow. Just worked out. So he walks in, he plops the bags on the counter I'm starting busting these things open. They smell so good. And I find my meal and I'm like, yay. And then he's like, oh, look at that one. So I open the little container. Yeah. And there they are staring me in the eye. My greatest weakness. Oh, crab rangoons. Oh, those are the best. <laughs> No willpower. Oh I'm no, like, Mir, you just worked out. Did you, you have, have some? Health- there were six in the container. I had three. Oh, Mary! <laughs> Why? Oh, I feel so bad. And I jokingly told him because I'm like, thanks for getting dinner. Thanks for thinking of me. But I said, you just sabotaged me. What did he say? He laughed and walked away. Oh! He laughed and walked away. There's a young man named Rumari in fourth grade, and as his school and his class were talking about autism, he saw the little puzzle piece logo that they have, and he said, teacher, that's me. Can I say something? And so he goes to the front of the class, Mm. announces for the first time that he has autism, and he even acknowledged, you know, you see me doing some of these different things it's because i have autism and then he says these words see other people who actually have it and make them feel like a somebody i literally felt so confident i didn't felt nervous at all i felt me i felt me and Mm. i think that's what we all just want in life and his courage and bravery at that age and just wanting to feel like me yeah. and loved by his classmates. It's a great reminder to to all of us today when we encounter people in the future to meet them right there. We have a tendency, I think, sometimes to size somebody up and kind of categorize them and then go, all right, here's how I can improve you. Or here's how, you know, once you change, you'll be this yeah. and I can accept that. That's not how God approaches any of us. And that's not how we should approach anyone else. It's a hard lesson. But thanks to Ramari, a lesson that we can get today. How can it be so wrong when they're doing exactly what you asked? A guy goes into a barbershop with a picture. He says, I want my hair to look like this. And it's a real trim, nice cut. Yeah. And so the barber gets to work and does exactly what the guy says. The problem is the picture was a still shot of a video. And it had the play triangle. You know, like you click it to play the video. Yeah. The barber put the play sign in the side of the guy's hair. The good news is you can shave that. That's true. And That's I, true. I considered actually shaving my head when I was in college. You know, dirt poor. I had no money, but I wanted highlights. So I decided to put my own highlights in. No, you and didn't. And long story short, after many layers of coloring and coloring, I ended up with really dark brown hair and gray highlights. What? So that, oh, it gets better. <laughs> then I went to this hair store and I said you know how can I kind of strip the color to start over she hands me a box yeah oh it stripped the color I look like a cheetah I had spots I had yellow orange black brown you name it I had it not normally a phrase you'll say a lot but it matches this morning barbershop fail and this one was inside the home barbershop I was about five years old my brother's four years older than me and he decided I'm going to cut your hair. No. Mom and dad have no clue. I still remember the little black plastic trash can that he set down beside me. I didn't 
know what it was for. Right. He has the little stool that I'm sitting on. He gets the towel out. He's very clean, very well, that's, thorough. That's good. Tucks it in around <laughs> the top of my shirt to just make sure none of the hair gets on me. Decides to take the comb, and I had bangs at the time. He brought all of them out away from my forehead, mm-hmm. took the brand new, really sharp silver scissors, and... Wow. I literally had like a centimeter of hair just sticking straight out. And this was the day before family photos. Why is Mary wearing a headband? It's a really thick one. Two of the most important words in the English language. Never alone. This is Mark. I've been battling cancer for 13 years with God's help. That's incredible. Yes, it is. It started out my lung, and it's went into my kidneys, and I'm still fighting it to this very day, and I keep going because of God. I give all the glory back to God. Well, you're an inspiration, and it's so good to know in your situation, right? You're not fighting alone, family, friends, and of course, most importantly, God right by your side. Thank you for calling in and just your, your courage to do that, and we thank you so much. Thank you. When you see something happening in your in a friend's life and you, you sense some danger there, it is up to you to step in and say, listen, I don't think you see everything that's going on here. It could be a really serious thing. And then there are people that you need to step into their life because you don't, like, they don't see what's going on. Mary, you admitted last night that you were finally having a lightsaber battle, which I think is the right passage of all Americans. You need oh, to do this. Boy. So you were having that, I yes. I was forced into it. Congratulations. Trying to be a team player, my so, son and my husband. Yeah, so your son was playing with a, a, a dino lightsaber that was like rainbow colored, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. What color was yours? Mine was green yours, and my husband... Your, yours was yours was green. That's Luke Skywalker's original oh, lightsaber. So he's, I didn't know that. By some accounts, the most powerful Jedi ever. <gasps> so congratulations on the choice. Now, you mentioned your husband. What color was his? His was red. Mary, I looked it up. What? Red for the lightsaber is the color of evil. <laughs> Those who go down the dark path have to make their cyber crystal bleed by giving it all their pain and anger. I'm just telling you, if your husband has a red lightsaber, there's something that boy's not telling you. I just, I'm trying to figure out because you know that I should definitely have the red one. I mean, you can, I know you're already thinking it. Just say it. Just say it. This isn't where I wanted to go. Now (laughs) I'm in danger. Shout out to backseat drivers who think they have way better ideas on how to do everything you're doing. Talking speed, music selection, maybe even the direction you're going. My name is Josh, and we all know this. The quickest path between two points is a straight line. Then the peanut gallery pipes up and is like, not if you're there for the journey. Well, listen. When you're working on a mortgage, you don't want the journey. You just want the destination. United Faith Mortgage can help you get there. They're going to take care of all of that tough driving stuff, and you can be in the backseat relaxing, What you'd want the backseat driver to do anyway. Just chill. They're going to help you through the process as a direct lender so they can save your family additional money and stress. Part of that means they'll even pay your appraisal fee for you from $300 to $500. United Faith Mortgage has partnered with The River because their core is the same as ours. It's faith and family. So give the backseat driver a snack so they'll be occupied by something else. And also hop in the back yourself so United Faith Mortgage can do the driving and get you to your mortgage destination. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.